You're listening to the LaunchCast, your favorite podcast on the planet, brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios with me, your host, George Andriopoulos. We're talking leadership, business, life, and growth right now as the countdown starts. It's like food for your ears. At this time, I'm going to ask that you fasten your seatbelts. Launch sequence. Launch sequence activated. Launch sequence activated. Five. Four, three, two, one. Woo! Hey, hey, everybody! Welcome to the Launch Cast. Episode 317. It's a tiny soapbox show. I haven't done one of these in a minute, but I still got goosebumps every single time, guys. We got a good one today. I'm going to be talking about some important stuff, so let's get the silliness out of the way right now. But first, it's the launch dad himself, George Andriopoulos, bringing you your favorite podcast on the planet, leadership, business, life, growth. Right now, as the beat drops. Into the black hole. Sing for my soul. What is happening, my friends? Back for another week of the launch cast. 317. Uh, deep into season three, and we got a lot of stuff cooking this this season. Um, some cool interviews coming up, which I'm super, super excited about. Uh, last week, we had David Dressler on the show, and I apologize for the technical glitches. I know there was echoing. It was sort of hard to listen to. Um, wasn't an interview that I wanted to throw out after we realized uh, post-recording that there were some tech glitches on there. So we did our best to salvage it, but you know, Things happen. Mistakes mistakes are made. Things happen. We try and move on from them. So, um, yeah, what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> tiny Soapbox show today. So, you know what? I will dive right into it, and I need to turn that timer on for you guys. Here we go. 20 minutes or less on this. Um, let's talk leadership, right? Let's talk leadership. We have um, some crazy... Some crazy, crazy stuff going on in the world right now. Um, specifically, what's going on in the Ukraine, Russia. Um, man, <sighs> it's sad stuff. Um, I don't even know where to dive in on this. I, I want to focus on um, the leadership aspect of, of what's going on there and what we are seeing from over there. Uh, right now, because that's what this show is about. I'm not going to get political, although I'm never afraid to, you know, have my opinions on this show. Um, but yeah, what's uh, what what's been happening there has been so upsetting to watch, and for me, it kind of really came into focus when I started seeing uh, President Zelensky and what he has been doing. For the Ukraine as a leader, uh, the way he's been showing up, the way he's been standing up, the way he's been advocating for his people, um, and the way he's communicating with the the leaders of the free world, right? Um, so I'm going to start by saying this. We are at war right now. Um, and when I say we, I say this in the sense of 
leadership. I'm speaking as uh, a person that considers himself a leader. Um, and if you listen to President Zelensky's speech uh, to Congress the other day, I'm recording this on a Friday. I think the speech was on uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday morning. It was broadcast. And if you listen to the speech, um, you know, I think there's something that's lost in it because uh, most of it was translated. Um, but I, I, I totally got the, the vibe that Zelensky was putting out um, as a leader and, and the words he was saying and where it really came into focus and gave me cause to rewind the whole thing and listen to the words that were being said in his speech, although they came from an interpreter. Um, the second time around, I had a, a much clearer viewpoint uh, to look at this from. Um, but towards the close of his speech, he shared a, <coughs> a video. Excuse me. Cough's getting me today. Um, towards the end of his speech, he shared a video that was super emotional. Um, video of what's going on in the Ukraine. Um, you know, what the Russian soldiers are doing uh, over there. Um, women, children, citizens being hurt, buildings being blown up. Um, really rough triggering images and if, if something like this is triggering to you right now that i would i would just turn this off if i was you and not listen any further but um bloody children uh children crying um families crying um huge pits that were dug up trenches and bodies just being thrown into these trenches i mean this is war right um and this is a, a, a global superpower that's initiating this. Um, make no mistake, you know, as large or as small as a country is, uh, they are a global superpower. They are not the USSR of the 80s, of course, um, but it seems like they are trying to get back there. Um, and so, you know, watching this as, as a human being, first of all, really, really triggered me. Um, in so many ways, it filled me with so many emotions. Uh, there was sadness, there was anger, there was angst. Um, you know, what if this shows up on our shores? Um, why are they doing this? How dare they do this? You know, how do the families feel right now? Um, just unnecessary violence happening. Um, and it, it's just super upsetting to watch. And I, and I send my prayers out to, you know, the Ukrainian people and... and I know they're going through a super tough time right now. And, and um, I think the one uniting factor is the leadership of President Vladimir Zelensky and the way he is approaching this. Um, I said we before when I said we are at war, and that's because um, Zelensky in his speech, he really called out the leaders of the free world to stand together. Um, this isn't happening to them. It's happening to us. Um, you know, he, he stood as a skilled leader, um, and he was honest, he was transparent, you know, although beaming with pride for his country and his people, um, he kind of got on his knees and he was pleading to a world superpower, the United States, uh, for one thing to stand as the leader that we have always aspired to be, um, you know. That's kind of what leadership is, right? You, you lead your people in the image of your core values and your shared vision. And the Ukraine 
has one value right now, and that's life. It has one shared vision, and that's freedom. And if that sounds familiar, that's what we here in the United States have been fighting to achieve and maintain since the late 1700s. You know, um, without leadership akin to what we're seeing from President Zelensky, this world would look a hell of a lot different right now. And that leadership, that's not necessarily limited to the singular person that stands at the head of the table and calls out the plays, right? Leadership is a shared responsibility. And I love that in his speech, although it wasn't um, this holier than thou, like you need to do this and how dare you not stand up with us. It was a call to responsibility. It was kind of like, hey, you know your responsibility. You want to be the leader of the free world? This is part of the job, right? Leadership isn't all sunshine and rainbows. It's, it's, it's not just being there to call yourself the leader when everything's good. It's when there's a disaster, there's a mess out there. How do you stand up as a leader? And they, they weren't necessarily ask, asking us to stand and fight with them. It was aid that they were asking for. It was, you know, creating a no-fly zone um, on top of the sanctions, furthering sanctions. Um, you know, I know the, the United States put together a nice financial package to aid uh, Ukraine and, and providing weapons and, and, and this stuff. And, you know, I, I think we're doing the right thing right now. And if it gets to the point of sending soldiers in there too, well, that's a decision that people that are far smarter than me need to make. Um, once they weigh their options. But that being said, I'm not speaking to this from a military leadership perspective or from a presidential leadership perspective. You know, that that's not uh, necessarily a skill set that I have. I'm speaking to this from a leadership perspective. We always say that the leader is that person in the room that will stand up and raise their hand and say, I'll do it, right? Um, and in this moment, he is asking, for not just fellow leaders, but fellow human beings to stand up and say, I agree, I stand with you. I understand what you're going through. How can I support? How can I be an ally? Because um, that's what they need right now, you know? We'll be right back after these quick words. This is John and Mark Cronin from John's Crazy Socks. And we're interrupting to say we hope you're enjoying this episode, but please make sure to check out our show, The Spreading Happiness Podcast, another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes are available every week on all your favorite podcast platforms. Join us on our new podcast as we continue our mission, Spreading Happiness. Thank you, folks. A leader stood before us, and he was so proud of his constituents and willing to kind of put it all on the line by asking for us to empathize with his country and stand beside him. And when I say put it out on the line, you know, there is a... Whether it's a misnomer or it's just a characteristic of, of leadership, there is a part of leadership, and especially speaking to this as, you know, from the perspective of a man that's a leader, 
Um, I don't know if there's just a preconceived notion of a man as a leader, or I'm not speaking on behalf of the patriarchy or anything like that, and I'm sure this is an outdated thought process, but I know as a man that if I stand as a leader and I fail, or I'm failing, or I'm being um, beaten in, in some way, shape, or form, that that's upsetting to me, right? Um, I, you, you kind of feel like a failure in that sense uh, as a leader. And I'm sure that this man standing uh, in front of a camera speaking to Congress and really the, the entire world, although most likely filled with adrenaline and blind courage in that moment um, to do what he has to do for his country, I'm sure must feel an overwhelming sense of failure because they're in this position, you know, through no fault of his own. This is a, a, a zealot out there who's um, creating the situation. Uh, and that takes a lot. That's a lot of honesty to stand up on that stage and say, well, here we are and we still need you. Um, talk about anti-leaders. That's the other side of the coin, right? I watched, um, I, don't, I don't mean to laugh. It's just, it's, it's, it's silly how, how history repeats itself with this kind of stuff. But I watched um, a broadcast on Bloomberg this morning uh, of, of Putin that was talking about, uh, this was really a, a financial uh, piece that they were doing on Russia, but you know, Russia's feeling the pressure right now. They, they're in economic crisis because of the situation that they put themselves in and sanctions that are hitting them and all this kind of stuff going on. And it's, it's having a real effect on their economy. I've heard stories of people um, that live in Russia that are not Putin sympathizers, right? Exactly the opposite. Um, they're trying to get out of there and, and talking about how, you know, Life is rough right now. Food is costing them four or five times as much, and it's scarce. And people are making plans to leave the country. And there's certain countries that will take in um, uh, Russians, you know, uh, uh, and allow them visas to come over. And <sighs> that's where they are right now. And this man, this monster, goes on TV to as if this was like a state, like a a normal presidential speech, right? Like goes on TV, like, hey, here's an update, guys. Like we'll get, not not so much like the State of the Union, but if the president goes on TV just to update us on something, it was kind of one of those like simple updates. Like, hey, you know, we're gonna have to reinvent how the economy works. You know, I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, we're gonna have to do some stuff in order to get through this. And I'm not gonna lie, we're gonna feel it, you know? Um, and I'm watching and I'm like, I don't know how he can be so cavalier about updating his people about the economy in this situation right now. And then he said something that is so just telling of who he is. Um, he starts speaking about the Ukrainian sympathizers in Russia and American sympathizers and people that are um, not, quote unquote, true patriots. And how they were going to handle them. And he says something to the effect of this cleanse of society will make us stronger in the long run. And when I heard cleanse of society, I don't even have to say anything because I know what you're thinking, right? Um, the zealots, the dictators, the, the monsters, the just 
the, the people in history that have gone down um, infamously for attempting to cleanse humanity, right? Uh, and so hearing those words out of Putin's mouth to me, it just, there's no argument here. I mean, the, Ukraine is, is, is a country that needs help and support right now in so many ways. Um, we've been hearing about Putin for many, many years now, and the attempts at involvement that he's had in, in the United States and all kinds of stuff. We're not going to get into political stuff here, but um, this is a person that has to be stopped. This is a, a dangerous human being that means harm on anybody that does not fit into his mold of what society needs to be. And that's not leadership. <laughs> He's not the leader of a country. He's the dictator of a country. He is a just, you know, <laughs> let's not even get further into this. We all, we all know what he is. Um, and so when we talk about leadership in this sense of the world, I really just have to give it up for um, President Zelensky and what he has been doing, you know, leading alongside his people. Um, you never hear him speak in the tone that Putin speaks about Russians. You know, there's a there's a pride, and I know as 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 the son of immigrants and people that come from Europe, uh, it, all those cultures are very similar in terms of the pride that they have in their countries and how ingrained that pride is in who they are in the DNA of the people. Um, so I totally get it. When I hear him speak, I'm hearing it as if I'm hearing a Greek leader speak to their people and, and the pride that they had in them, right? Um, so I totally get that. And that's that's investment in your constituents, in the stakeholders. The stakeholders um, with, within his constituency have total buy-in for this guy because of the type of leader he is and the fact that he leads with empathy and the fact that he's not leaving, right? <clears throat> It's like 101, War 101, you take the leader and get him out of there, and, and this guy's not leaving, right? I'm sure very well protected, but not leaving. Wants to stay in the thick of it with his people. Um, looking to the rest of the world leaders for empathy, but not asking for things that are out of character or, or that would put other... Um, other countries in the world, other world leaders in the world in immediate danger. Not saying like, hey, send all your people over. It's World War Three, right? It's, hey, we need the support. Hey, please turn Ukraine into a no-fly zone. Um, I just, you know, I feel for these people. I, I send um, all my good thoughts out to them and... and um, and I know that with a person like President Vladimir Zelensky, Zelensky um, leading the Ukrainians and with the messaging he's putting out there and with the type of human that he is, that you could tell that he is, I know they're going to get through this and they're going to get through this stronger. Um, but, man, we are in dark times right now. <laughs> we are in dark times. Make no mistake, you will look back at everything that has gone on in the last five years of our lives and, and subsequently the years coming. Uh, you'll look back in 30 or 40 years and go, this is when the world changed. You know, 
Um, and it's how we stand up in these moments as leaders that dictate what that world's going to look like in 30 or 40 years. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him for leading with empathy. I'm proud of him for leading as a servant leader alongside his people. Um, yeah, not much more to say about it, but, uh, much love to the Ukrainian Slava Ukraine, as they say, glory to the Ukraine. Um, good luck to them. And, and, uh, continue leading with heart and kindness and, and empathy. And, and uh, I know it'll turn around. All right. Um, more, more of a somber episode for us here on the LaunchCast. But hey, you know, they're not all rainbows and Skittles, right? Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Another Tiny Soapbox show. We'll be back next week with another killer interview. We'll see you next time, guys. Launch sequence terminated. Into the black hole. Into the black hole. The LaunchCast is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios. Produced by Fabrizio Fugazi and executive produced by George Andriopoulos. Marketing and PR by Media Convergence. Theme song by Tommy Lungberg. Music and sound effects are licensed through Epidemic Sound. The LaunchCast is hosted with Podbean. Make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts while you're at it, guys. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and everywhere else that podcasts are available. Follow me, George Andriopoulos, the host at Launchpad CEO on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or follow the show at The LaunchCast Show on Facebook and Instagram, or at LaunchCast Show on Twitter. Visit our website, thelaunchcast.com, and make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. We'll see you next time, guys.